Hey, welcome everybody. This is Pastor Blair Blakesley. I'm here uh, to Blair the good news of Jesus around the world. I just uh, first, I guess, want to apologize. I mean, we're into January of 2023, and it's probably been seven months since I did a podcast. And I, I, I truly do want to apologize. I've had some changes in my life, good things uh, that have happened that have kind of just uh, tried to get readjusted to uh, a new part-time position at a church, which is where I'm at today, the Union City uh, Christian Missionary Alliance Church as a part-time pastor for outreach and doing young adult ministry. So <clears throat> I just been trying to get adjusted into a new life of uh, ministry, which I'm excited about. And uh, so my goal now for 2023 is to continue to do a podcast like I was before once a week and um so here I am. And so the, the title of today's message is going to be God's Vision for 2023. And um, really, that's that's something we should all have is a vision from God and how he'd want to use us uh, each and every day. Um, in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, people perish. And basically what it's saying is like when a nation comes together and a nation doesn't have a vision for the Lord, then, then they don't have any um, boundaries of, of direction or where they need to be focused. And when they don't have a, a direction of, of a vision, then they just do whatever. They just go and do this. Oh, I'm going to do this today. And eventually they perish because they're not, they're not connected to the Lord and pursuing what he has for them. If I could just... Uh, tell a story about when I was in college, uh, in the I was in the library, and down in the basement was where the restroom was. Well, they had other stuff down there too, but in one section is, you know, where the restroom was, and when you, when you walked into the restroom, <clears throat> you would uh, open up the door, and then there'd just be this swinging door. I mean, as soon as you walked in, boom, you flicked on the light to the left, and then they'd have a swinging door, like what you'd find on a a stall, you know, a bathroom stall that would swing open and then, you know, do your thing. So I'm in there going to the bathroom and some other person's in there. And when they left, when they left, they shut the light out. Now, I'm sure they did it on purpose. I'm sure that's kind of like, you know, practical little joke. Ha, ha, ha. But but it's pitch black. I mean, you can't see the hand in front of you. It's so dark. And so, you know, I get done, you know, doing my business. And I get up and I'm like, well, I got to, I want to go turn the light on so I can, you know, wash my hand after you go to the bathroom. So as I'm walking towards the, where I, you know, the swinging door is, I'm walking like this, thinking, okay, I can't see. So I'm going to let my hand bump into this door as I'm walking. And then, then I'll know where the light switch is, blah, 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 blah. So as I'm doing this, my hands are not crossing into this past the center section. I'm just doing this. And that door that swings open is lined up perfectly. I mean, just perfectly for my face as I'm walking. But I'm thinking I'm going to hit the door, but but it comes right in between. As I walk, I, I mean, it smacked me right in the nose. I'm like, ah, you know, I mean, I found it, but I had no vision. And I like, in a sense, you know, hey, I perish. I mean, I got hurt. And that's what God is saying, where there is no vision, if we don't have a vision from the Lord on what we're going to do, 
to serve him every day, then we just end up doing whatever we want. And and people can get hurt by that spiritually or, or physically even, I guess. So, yeah. So that's here I am 2023 and I'm, I'm excited and I just want to share some things. Um, I looked at some statistics and in 2020, there's about 55 million 400,000 people that died during the year 2020. And, and if you went back to the most recent census that they did for the world, 70% of the population claimed not to be a Christian. You know, they picked another, you know, you click a box. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Hindu. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm whatever. So, but 70% of the people did not click the, the box that says I'm a Christian. So let's just assume that 70% then of the people that died in 2020 means they died without a relationship with Christ. And the scripture says that, you know, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through Jesus. And so here's 70% here's of the, the 55 plus million comes out to almost 39 million of the people that died claimed not to be a Christian, not a follower of Christ, which means nearly 39 people in 2020 died and spent eternity and is spending eternity in the lake of fire called hell. Now, if we broke that down, you know, how many would that be per per day and how many would that be per hour how many would that be per minute how many would that be per second if we broke that down that would be 74 people in 2020 every every minute one person or seven, every minute 74 people died and spent eternity in the lake of fire in other words every second in 2020 there was just a little over one person who died and is now spending eternity in the lake of fire every second. And if we assume that today, then might I hope that puts a burden on our heart to say, man, I, I want 2023 to be a year where I minister to people in a loving manner to help them come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I looked at some other statistics from the National Institute of Mental Health. And it said in 2019, I didn't find anything for 2020, 21, 22, but back in 2019, about eight out of every hundred people had an episode of major depression. You know, you break that down. That's basically one out of every 13 people in the United States had suffered some from some episode of major depression. And that's huge. I mean, that should tell us something. I mean, there are, I mean, that to me, that just tells us there's a lost world and there's a hurting world. And boy, I just, I want, I want to have God's heart. And I just pray that the, the body of, of the church just has a, a desire to have a heart of Christ to be able to, to reach out to the lost and to the hurting. You know, as we, we look at uh, depression, a lot of, you know, there's a, a lot of people when you get in a, in a depressed state, um, who think of suicide. I mean, suicide becomes an option. And, and uh, in 2020, there was 46,000 people who died 
from suicide. And 2020, it was considered the 12th leading cause of death in the U.S. But in the world, for the whole world, suicide is the number two leading cause of death. That's, that's huge. That's just huge. So here we are. As I say, we're in a, in a, in a world that's lost and a world that's hurting. And uh, people are just struggling. And, and, and we who have Christ have experienced the love of Jesus. I mean, Christ came to the world as a human being. He took his, his divine power and, and, and his, his reign on, on the throne and, and left it to come down here as a child. And to be a servant who sacrificed his life, who shed his blood, who died, who rose from the dead, so that we could have eternal life through a relationship with him. That was an act of love. That was an act of love. And now we, we've received that love. If we're Christians, we've received that love. And man, I pray that we could understand that love to the fullest that we're motivated to want to share that love with others. <clears throat> the scripture, Mark 12, verses 28 through 30, says this, And one of the scribes came up and heard the people disputing with one another, and seeing that Jesus answered them well, asked Jesus a question. He said, uh, Lord, which commandment is the most important of all? Well, Jesus answered, the most important one is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. But then he goes on to say, and the second greatest commandment is this, to love one another as you love yourself. And if I've experienced the love of Jesus, I know what that love is, and it's, it's new life. Now, I want to be able to love others with the same type of love that Jesus shows me, showed me, and continues to show me. And boy, if we can just capture that vision, just like in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, where it says, uh, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. And then we are instructed that those of us who've experienced the comfort of God, now let us also then take that same comfort that we experience from God and show that comfort to other people because people are hurt and, and the scriptures realizes that and, and, and Christ is that answer. So I'm just saying, let this be the year that we pursue the Lord Jesus, our relationship with God, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Man, I just pray that this is the year that we invest into God's word. You know, there's a lot of religious people re living religious lives, but are not invested in the word of God, which gives life. Psalms 42 verses one and two says, um, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go? and meet with God. I mean, I just want, I want that to be our desire, man. I, I can't wait to be with God and spend time in his word and just reading and let, 
letting him speak to me through the word and then speak to, speak to the Lord with my prayers, that there's this communication going on, that I can grow in my faith and my walk with him. And I, I pray that, that we would do that, get invested in the word. And, and I, I feel like we have to, boy, just as an encouragement, if you're going to get in the word, we really need to have an accountability partner. I mean, I have, I have accountability partners that I, that I share my devotional with every day to help keep me accountable to being in the word. Because if I don't share something, then I'm going to hear something from somebody. There's four groups of the people that I share devotion with every day. One of the groups one day, I, I sent it to all three of them, thinking that I sent it, my devotion to all four groups. You know, they'll say, hey, I did my devotion. This is this is what I learned, you know, through my devotion. Well, one of the groups I didn't send it to. I thought I did, but I didn't. And then later that day, one of the guys said, hey, is everything okay? I mean, you're usually, you know, pretty good at sending us a devotion every day. And I, I didn't get one from you. So is everything all right? I'm like, oh, I, I love that. I love that because if I if I mess up, I want somebody to go, hey, did, did you read your Bible today? Were you invested in the word of God today? Were you studying or whatever, whatever they say. So man, get an accountability partner and just say, hey, how about the two of us hold each other accountable? And you can do the same reading if you want to. One group, we did the same reading. Started with Genesis 1 and worked through, took us three years, but we went through the whole Bible together. And uh, so you, you could do that, or you could just say, hey, here's, here's a topical study. You can get an app on Verizon, or Verizon, on, uh, um, my goodness, my mind just went blank. Well, you can get a Bible app, you know, and there's a whole bunch of them, version. And uh, and then you can just say, hey, here's a topical study, and then you do the same one, you know, boop, 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 and then you can share something with you. Hey, I did this reading today, and this is what I learned, or this is what, how God spoke to me. So, man, get an accountability partner and be invested in the Word of God. It, I mean, you'll just, you're going to grow. Um, and then, and then just say, okay, God, now, man, I'm invested in you. Now help me to invest into the lives of other people. Because, you know, the greatest commandment is to love you more than anything, but also to love our neighbors. And so here I am, God, I'm making myself available. Show me how I can impact the lives of people around me. And really, we have to be intentional about it. I mean, we really have to, like, have this hunger and thirst to, to reach out to people and uh well, if I can just give an example of somebody who really inspired me, and his, his name is Chris. I'll just give the first name. He worked at a business in Cory, Pennsylvania, and uh, he was he was rude and disrespectful, and he was arrogant. You know, nothing nothing attractive about that. Uh, where he worked, it was a big company, a lot of employees, and he was disrespectful to his workers and to his boss. Finally, got he got fired. And uh, they gave him warnings, you know, he didn't care, Bump, he lost his job. And then something happened after that over a period of time. And I, I think maybe he was just broken before God, but he ended up giving his life to Jesus and was like, okay, Lord, I, I, I repent. I, I'm a, make me a new person. And he was, he was a new person. And when they had an opening at this job, that he got fired from, he went back to that place 
and went to the lady doing the interviews and said, listen, you know who I am. Um, I'm here to interview for the position, but I just want to tell you something. Um, I'm not who I used to be. I'm, I'm a changed person. And he shared his testimony. He just shared his testimony to her. And he said, so I'm, I'm here as a new person in Christ, and I want to I want to work for this company, and I want to be a good, great worker and be a role model. And the, the lady says, well, listen, when I interview people, I take my recommendations back to um, another person and say, here's the people I think we should be hiring. And she says, I'm not even, I'm going to bypass that. And I'm just going to hire you right now because I really believe in what you just told me. And, and it, it was real. I mean, he went to this workplace. I mean, he's invested in the, into the Lord with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength. And now he's at the workplace. And now he wants to impact people's lives. He wants to be a role model of how hard he works. But uh, at lunch break, he started a little Bible study. He had, uh, he had tr you know, these Christian tracts he would bring and lay them out on the table that people could take if they wanted one. And one was uh, a track about, um, it says, do you believe in hell? Um, and this guy came in, you know, not a Christian. And he sees that track and he picks it up. Do you believe in hell? And he goes, um, I, I, and he kind of like threw it back on the table and goes, I don't, I don't care if there's a heaven or a hell. He goes, and if there is a hell, I'm going there and I'm, and I'm looking forward to it. Chris is like, no, you're not. He goes, yes, I am. He goes, no, you're not. Because if you knew what hell really was, you, you would not want to go there. He goes, I don't care. And he goes, Chris goes, well, look, you picked up the pamphlet. Let me show you the 10th thing it said. And it said 10 facts about hell. And then it had 10 facts about heaven. So he went down and read to him about hell, what it's going to be like, you know, eternal lake of fire, torment, you know, forever, um, total darkness. You you won't see, but you know, you'll be separated from God forever and separated from people. It's just going to be a lonely, evil darkness of suffering. You know, it's I mean, there's nothing attractive about that. And Chris like, so man, I, and then he's like, well, here's 10 things about heaven. And, and this is where I want to see you be and. He's like, oh, I don't care, huh? you know, you know, like ball humbug. Whoop, and he walked away. Oh, when that guy went home that night, he was laying in bed, and and the spirit of God was just convicting his heart, and uh, he was like, I mean, this, it was, it was, he didn't sleep good. Uh, it was just really, it was really hitting him. It was really convicting him. Boy, when he went back to work the next day, when he saw Chris, he pulled him to the side. He said, "Listen, I, I was really thinking about what you said." about heaven and hell. And I really want to learn more about that. So, wow, what, a, what an open door of opportunity for Chris to be able to just share with, with this gentleman, the salvation found in Jesus Christ. So that's, I'll tell you what, that's, that's my heart. That's my heart is to just have a, an, a new 2023, the new 2023 to be able to, be intentional about investing the life of God and investing the life of others. I mean, I just pray that that's your heart and, and your desire. Hey, God bless you. Next week, I'm going to be sharing the vision that God has put on my heart for 2023 and just break it down with you and just, I, and hopefully you can hold me accountable to, to the vision that I just feel God's given me. And boy, and I'd love to hear what you feel the vision that God has given to you and just respond to it on YouTube or whatever. Uh, send me a email or uh, 
go to my website and respond on my website. Um, so, but I'd love to hear from you and the vision God has given you. Hey, God bless you. Take care. I'm going to shut this thing off and sorry that I get so close to you when I do it as soon as I can find it. All right. God bless you.